The following audio recording is classified documentation for case H57 with the enclosure. Unauthorized access to the information will lead to immediate intervention. Progress further if proper clearance has been given. Warning! This documentation contains mention and depictions of death, psychiatric malpractice, and paranoia. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, Miller. Have a good day. Hmm. Glock out? Uh, yeah. Signed it at the kiosk. Usual. What was that? Uh, what? <laughs> Nothing. Cool. Have a good one. Bye. Ugh. Jeez. And there we go. Wait, hold on. Why is it recording? Did I not? Oh my gods, are you kidding me? Okay, so none of that recorded. <laughs> Jeez, really have gotten out of practice with this thing, huh? <sighs> Whatever, I'll just... <clears throat> I'll just talk while I drive. Okay, so, uh... Been a few months since I've done this, not including my first take of this. I don't even know if I want to bother retelling all of that, but I might as well. It's recording, after all. So let's just start with the basics. Uh, well, Darius and I have officially started dating, which Jamie was adamant that the distinction is important, and it's been pretty nice. We mostly just go out to eat or go on walks together, but it's nice to just have someone to relax with. Mm. Work's been the usual, I guess. Lots of field work, lots of paperwork, and lots of ice cream. I'm worried that someday I won't be able to enjoy ice cream outside of my little rituals, but they haven't left a bitter taste in my mouth quite yet. That's a problem for future Jared to worry about. I mean, the feeling in my leg's almost back, so that's good. I mean, I know I should be grateful that my limbs grow back at all, and I am, but it's so frustrating. Speaking of work, they've increased the frequency of my therapy appointments with Dr. Devon and Mr. Zimmer, which hasn't been fun. I don't even know why I really go anymore, to be honest. I mean, besides the fact that I'm forced to, which, isn't there a whole thing in therapy with it only helps the patient if they want it? Whatever. They don't really ever ask what I want unless it's a clearly loaded question. I even asked Mr. Zimmer recently about that. Like, the whole, does everyone get this many appointments or am I a special case? I mean, I know for a fact that Jamie doesn't even get any more than just one psyche val a year. But according to her, she just skips those. Mr. Zimmer had an answer ready to go with that smile of his, which... Gods, it, it kind of creeps me out, to be honest. But he said that it's all a case-by-case -case thing where, depending, they schedule based off of the patient's needs. Some get once a year, some once a month, some once a week, all depends. 
but he couldn't elaborate any further due to the doctor-patient confidentiality. Bullshit. You know, I put in a request for a new therapist a little while ago, but it's been stuck in pending for four months. I don't even know if anyone's even bothered to look at my file. I just need, I need someone new. I really don't like either of them. Well, no, I... It's not that I don't like Dr. Damon. She's... She's okay. I just... I don't really feel like I can talk to her about anything. Which seems a bit counterproductive with a therapist. Like, she listens and she definitely takes notes. But it seems like every time I say something, it's the wrong thing. No matter what it is, I'm either not handling it right, or I just need to try something else. Or I'm overthinking it. Or I'm not seeing it through the right perspective. Or I'm wasting my time. Or... Whatever. I'll call in tomorrow for an update. I know we have a whole team of therapists on staff, so it's ridiculous that it's taking this long. But hey, I've gotten to spend a little more time with Milo, which has been cool. We didn't hang out much when we were lab partners, and while I do miss having a lab partner who doesn't make me feel consistently uncomfortable, it's... Well, I think I prefer having them as a friend if I had to choose. I even introduced them to Jamie. I thought that they might get along, but I don't know. Jamie said that she's pretty sure that Milo doesn't like her. Milo's been nice and all, so I wasn't really aware of any possible disliking, but... Well, she's fairly certain that they don't like her. She doesn't seem offended by it or anything from what I can tell. Just kinda a bummer that they don't get along. I was sure that they'd make good friends. Now someone that Jamie does get along with, maybe a little too well, is Holly. Two peas in a pod and I immediately. Seems like Jamie's gotten pretty set in the idea of dyeing her hair blue, like electric blue, and Holly immediately offered to help. They then had about a 10 to 20 minute discussion about what hair products and what dyes to use. Jamie used to dye her hair a lot in high school but hasn't since then, and Holly's been bleaching and dyeing their own hair for years. Though, when Jamie mentioned the brands that she used to use, I thought Holly was going to have an aneurysm. Apparently, super cheap brands. It was interesting. I never really thought about different types of hair and the color-changing process of it. Like, Holly was explaining that with their natural hair, it takes a lot more time to bleach and dye, and so that the product that they would use would fry Jamie's hair. I'd still trust them with my head, though. Not that I'd ever consider bubblegum pink for my hair color, but... Mm, they look really good with it. What was I talking about? Right. Work. Nah, I'm sick of talking about work. I died like six times these last few months. That's exhausting. And either the people I can talk to don't care, or the people that would care can't know. Dr. Rahal cares. That's like it. He apparently did some research into different stretches that could help me with regaining feeling in my limbs quicker, which meant a lot since I'm sure that that's not something that he learned in school, but it's been helping. 
Jamie's been helping me poke around with various things to get more information on Dr. Kelder's work, but every time we talk about it, I feel nauseated. It's just gross the way that his work handled the cryptids at the enclosure. It's almost a relief that I know that they're able to escape sometimes. I don't blame them. I've heard rumor that an investigation has been started to figure out how they're escaping, but I just say let them. Maybe we should be investigating them while they're in their own habitat anyway. Leave them alone and just be smart, they leave people alone. None of them are world-ending catastrophic anyways. They have their own places in the ecosystem, right? So just... just stop. Stop fucking with it. I'm really coming to hate what I do, you know? I miss working with Milo. I miss feeling like I have time for myself. I miss feeling like I'm doing good. I just... No, let's, let's think about something else. Um... Uh... Darius and I started talking about the possibility of a road trip at some point. No idea when or where exactly, but talking about the possibility is nice. Something to look forward to. Having things to look forward to helps with feeling stuck in the now. We talked about all the places that we could see. I mentioned going back and possibly visiting my old college campus out in Indiana. He seemed really interested, but then I realized I'd have... No memories to recollect or share, so it might be incredibly awkward if we went together. I'll see if maybe he forgets that idea, or I'll think of some excuse not to go. He seems very excited about trying various restaurants on the trip, and that I'm all about. He's also been staying the night now and then. I warned him about the black-eyed children, and while it was a little weird at first, we were able to drown out the tapping with movies. He's even gotten curious in asking about them, my experiences with them. I told him a bit about the one time I let them in, and <laughs> never again. I had to replace every single light bulb in my house after that. The cost adds up. He laughed a bit at that, and <laughs> I really like his laugh. It's so calming? I don't know. When he smiles at me, I kind of just feel like I can relax, even for a moment. And nowadays, that's all I can ask for. Though him staying over has caused me to learn that I have a weird habit in my sleep. I haven't brought it up with Dr. Damon or Mr. Zimmer because I don't feel like telling them about Darius. I just... <clears throat> I don't want them to know any more than they need to. But whenever Darius and I conk out together on the couch or in bed, I always wake up on top of him. Darius said it's fine. He even finds it cute, but he did joke about waking up not being able to move when I do it. <laughs> I feel bad. I mean, I never want him to feel trapped or anything, but I guess I just get drawn to his warmth. It's nice to have a warm body there, and it helps me feel safe. And waking up with his heartbeat right there, it's so grounding. He'll play with my hair. Sometimes I feel him fiddling with the key around my neck, which startled me at first, but he has never tried to take it off, so it's more like a, a mutual acknowledgement of this weird thing that's always there. But no judgment. Which means more than I can say. 
no judgment, no comments, no prying, just a now comfortable acknowledgement. I still feel like he wants to know more, that he has questions that he's not asking, but I think he's still aware that I don't really want to talk about it. Not yet. Having him around is nice. The times that he can be over, anyways, we're both still fairly busy. And he respects that my schedule is chaotic, even if he gets a bit bummed when I gotta cancel plans. He never seems angry or upset at me. He's had words about how my work schedule isn't fair to me, but... I mean, I'll take any excuse to complain about work. And it's nice to know that I can be there to help him, too. He talks about not really wanting to spend so much time with his dad's work, but he's definitely more a silver linings kind of person. Something I'm trying to adopt to some extent. I wish I could tell him how much he's helped me. Him and Holly, Milo and Jamie too, and God's definitely Grove. Having them around is nice. Whether it's at work, or somewhere in town, or somewhere at home. Especially since I feel less and less alone in my own home. Even in times where I want to be. Grove is amazing company. But I still keep feeling like something's over my shoulder. Brushing my teeth, I'll see glimpses in the mirror. Doing dishes, I'll feel something watching me from the table. It doesn't feel like... malicious but it's unsettling. Grove doesn't seem aggressive about it, but I've caught him staring at corners in the room or sniffing particular areas in the house with such determination. At first, I panicked because I thought it would, might be more cameras, but I haven't found any, so... I guess they took them all out. At least I sure hope so. I've considered spending some nights at Darius's or maybe just another night at the Chronicle Inn now and then, but I always feel like I'm intruding. So I just try and see if I can catch glimpses of whatever Grove's seeing, whatever I'm feeling. I feel like I know what it is, but I can't put my finger on why. It feels familiar in a way that's kinda unsettling with the circumstances considered. And that's where I'm at. Back home. Better than at work, at least. So, I'll wrap up here for now. I'm gonna try and get back into the habit of this. I've missed talking to someone or something that actually listens. No one's... Anyway. This is Dr. Jared Hell, signing off. Jarvik Buke is created and produced by Casper Oliver, who is also the voice of Dr. Jared Hell. Miller is voiced by Chelsea Finley, who is also the editor for the podcast. Credits are read by Ashley Craft, who has created the podcast official graphics. Episode was written by Casper Oliver and Jenny O'Sullivan. Music was created by Luke Menis, spelled M-E-N-N-I-S-S, who you can find to support on Bandcamp, Spotify, and Twitch. If you've been enjoying us, please consider leaving a rating, review, or comment wherever you tune in. You can also support us on Patreon or Pod Hero by following the links in our episode description. 
A special thanks to our Patreon supporters, Tristan, Perry, Devin, Becky, Nico, Danny, and Joyce.